boys and girls, welcome back. Uh, it's let's see. It, if you're an SEC fan, it's week one of the college football season. Uh, if um, if you're a Big Twelve fan, you're probably thinking, let's just get this over with already, because because good learning can't get it get much worse. Um, if you're a Big Ten fan, well, we're going to get to that, huh, Carla? Yes, we are. <laughs> this is this is the Carla and Crappy Show. Um, if you've been with us for the whole time, this is week four of a, of the 2020 football season. Um, Carla, how you doing? I'm doing it's fall, y'all. Like oh, yeah. I'm oh, so man. happy. The weather, the weather has been so awesome. It's um, it's it's actually even been really good here. Like mm-hmm. by 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 southern standards, like it's been in like the the mid to low seventies, dropping okay. down into the fifties at night. Yeah. Um yeah. that's a crisp feeling in the air. We've had the windows open all day today. Like yes. it's just it's awesome. Yes. It's, not, it's still not quite cold enough to go get like hot coffee at Starbucks, but <laughs> But we're real close. We're okay. Real close. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, today was today was sunny. It was the high of seventy. Uh, low when you know when we got up this morning, it was it was in the in the upper forties. It just it felt so awesome. Um, and I will just let I'll just keep this for for however long it wants to this to same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mid seventies dropping like this, like a little bit of sun uh, in the air, like this, like that's that's my perfect. Like I can is, do that year round. It's part of the reason is, I moved south. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, we uh, the, it, stuff is getting interesting. Um, mm-hmm. and we have a we have a few things to cover before we get to uh, our games this weekend. But I want to start as as we uh, often do, just kind of looking back at last weekend to see if uh, anything stood out to you. Obviously, we uh, we focused on. Um, 57 different games um, last weekend, and actually a couple of the, the the ones that we didn't pick. I noticed you said those were those were the, the most entertaining ones that uh, that you came across. But what, what did you what did what, did, what stuck out for you from last weekend? That was actually exactly what I had written down. The fact that we talked about 57 games ish, give or take give or take four or five, um, and and three of the and one of the games that we talked about didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Right, because like literally, as you were posting the show, it was canceled. Right, um, and then a game that we thought was probably going to be canceled ended up being played. That was the Navy Tulane game because yes. we thought that was going to be wiped out because of the of the storm coming through, mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't. And it ended up being one of the best games of the day, um, yep. if you like drama. Um, so yeah, so we talked about six games, and this is just proof that of the we have no idea season lives on into week three, um, because we picked the games we thought were going to be the ones that you wanted to watch, and literally I was texting with AJ because I because we both figured you had gone to bed. We were both up watching the end of the Louisiana Tech Southern Miss game, mm-hmm. um, which was insane. Um, it was it was not a touchdown, and then it was a touchdown, and it was you know it was just and it and it was legitimately that was it was a catch. It was a good touchdown. It should have been called that way. That, 100% with the refs on that but like but yeah it was just one of those like okay so like none of the games we talked about ended up being super competitive Miami Louisville ended up being a snooze fest and we got it wrong mm-hmm. um snooze fest if you like competitive games that's what yeah. you know it was yeah. it was an entertaining football game but um not close um right and uh so yeah I spent more time watching a uh, group of five teams on okay. Saturday night because I just got bored with with the ACC um so yeah, that was my one thing is that we still can't figure out what games are going to be the most entertaining, and maybe that's just maybe that's just like the epitome of 2020 right there. Uh, I mean, it, yeah, that is the college football version of 2020. It's like, um, okay, that doesn't make any sense, but at this point, it's like, uh, okay, what does? That's fine. That's fine. One of the things that did not make sense to me um, in in the, the games that and these are these are games that we did pick, um, watching Tulsa and Oklahoma State, and I. There are people in this world who have Oklahoma State picked as a as a, a Final Four team. Um, 
And I, I suppose on paper, uh, with Spencer Sanders at quarterback, that's that's a possibility. Although, I, I, I mean, he didn't get to play a whole lot before he uh, he left the game uh, against Tulsa with an injury. But the offense, the the Cowboys' vaunted offense, was not exactly letting the world on fire um, yeah. when at, at the outside of that game. Um, it, it took, you know, I, I don't know if if a if a Chuba's issue was because. Um, you know, Oklahoma State's ended up playing with a, th- a third-string quarterback, and so they can just focus on the run. Um, but he didn't get going until late. Um, their uh, the Oklahoma State's defense played well, but geez, guys, that's not a national championship contender um, mm-hmm. unless unless something dramatic changes. Um, you can also ask the same question about Notre Dame, and and uh, compared with the, the 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 week one game, compared with their opener, they actually they looked it on Saturday because you know a, a pretty good South Florida team. Yeah. Um, Ian Book is sort of, you know, he, no one's going to mistake him for Joe Montana. Um, he was a respectable quarterback, and that's probably his ceiling. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and then I, I this guy, this guy, Sebo Flemister, Flemister. Sebo Flemister. Um, he was uh, one of a, a committee running backs last year for Notre Dame. Um, he he broke out with a, a, a 130 yard performance, uh, just under nine yards a carry. Um, granted, against South Florida, but uh, that's 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 the kind of thing that Notre Dame needs to be a contender. Um, mm-hmm. Are they still going to be a contender? Hmm. Well, I, here's you bring up a really interesting point there. This is something that, that I didn't write down, but something that caught my attention on Saturday mm. with Notre Dame. Um, because you could actually almost compare Notre Dame and, and Clemson oranges to oranges last week because mm-hmm. they're both kind of playing cupcakes. And, and arguably, yeah. Notre, Dame ha- or Notre Dame had the tougher opponent. Mm-hmm. South Florida is, so. is, is traditionally a, a stronger team than the Citadel. Um, right. You know, and – they both both teams had shutouts, so both Notre Dame and Clemson shut out their opponents. But Notre Dame put more points on the board, mm-hmm. and I think that's an eyebrow raiser for the ACC. Um, I think that's something they should be paying attention to. That like, technically Notre Dame played a tougher team than Clemson did, and and Notre Dame put more points on the board than Clemson did. Yeah. And I think that I mean you said that all along that Notre Dame is going to be a contender with the in the ACC. I think they're going to be right there, but I'm I was still leaning more Clemson. I'm scratching my head a little bit now. Um, if that holds up, I think Notre Dame Clemson is going to be one heck of a game. That could be. That could be. I mean, I was looking when when I made my initial assessment about Notre Dame being a Final Four team. Uh, you know, I was looking at the ACC schedule, um, and and it's like, well, yeah, Clemson's a tough game. Uh, UNC's probably a tough game. There's much else. Nothing um, else. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, if if it, it you know works out that way for for both of those teams for for Notre Dame and for Clemson um yeah that's that's a that is a de facto title game uh for the conference could be yeah. uh and it'll be a fun one to watch but the the larger thing that you have to ask about Notre Dame actually being a a playoff contender is um i made that assessment when when there were there was one less conference getting ready to play college football um, since we, we talked about this last week, um, since, uh, like the, 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 it was the day after we, we, we taped the show, yeah. uh, the big 10 said, okay, yeah, we're coming back on, on October 24th. Um, first off, uh, just your, your thoughts, your impressions. It's, it's coming, whether or not we think it should happen, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. The number one thing that I had was that when I reviewed how they set it all up was just, I absolutely, I absolutely despise the way that they set this up. 
Okay. Um, not having bye weeks in there yeah. is just a recipe for disaster. Um, what, because we've seen this happen already. Like there's a game already canceled this week. Um, no, well, Notre Dame's game is canceled this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and that kind of stuff's going to happen. Like you're going to have teams and games that are going to be disrupted by, um, by, by the, the rate of COVID within, within a team. Like, mm. so you, you, your infection rate, that's the word I was looking for. Um, you're going to have those kinds of postponements and the big 10 didn't build, build anything into, didn't build a contingency plan into its schedule. So if you cancel a game, there's no chance of it being made up. And so how do you even, how do you even determine who wins the big 10? or wins a division if if Mm -hmm. if you know if crucial matchups within a division get canceled because they can't play that week and they can't make the game up Mm -hmm. i mean you're going to end up with like a four and four and four team and a and a three and one team potentially like that's a that's a legitimate possibility with the way they set this big 10 schedule up and i think that's that's not a good thing um I would have liked to have seen them put something in there so that we could get a little bit of equity. And I understand they were running up against the clock and and not the clock, the calendar. They're running up against the calendar and trying to get into the playoff and how it's all going to happen. And I would have rather have seen the big 10 only play six games and leave two bye weeks in there so that they could actually play a full six. What what we mentioned last week. Yeah. Um, Or, or if, if, um, if we hadn't had the, the, I guess I can't call it indecision, but um, you know, the original schedule, was was very well thought out. It was um, the original COVID schedule, not the original original right. schedule. We have to we have to make allowance for for the, the 2020 in there um, version C. And, and that's yeah. But <laughs> I mean, but but they they had uh, uh, bye weeks built in, um, so you know there's time to recover. If if there's time to schedule reschedule games, uh, and I'm I'm I'm. Boy, I mean, it, it is a it is a huge roll of dice. Um, the other thing is, uh, and I and this is I, I I don't think this is inappropriate um, because it it speaks to safety of the players. The um, the automatic three week, you're out if you if you test positive. Um, but that's that is but potential uh, uh, has the potential to be another kind of wrench in the in the season. Um, you know, depending on, you know, is it, is it the guy on the punt team? Uh, is it your starting quarterback who's out for three weeks? Uh, that can upset the, the, the balance of things as well. And I just, they, they, they gave themselves no wiggle room with this. Right. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a demented college football fan and I'm going to be ex- excited to see Ohio State start the season. But uh I mean, that's, that, that may be the, 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 the as big a nail biter as just watching the games. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, but geez, maybe I did, you know, if we do this back and forth thing, maybe it would have been best just to, to start when you said you were going to start and, and do it the way you said you were going to do it, because that's, that, that way made a lot more sense um, mm-hmm. to, to, to my way of thinking. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how long the Big Ten season is going to end up lasting um, because there's an infection rate percentage too, that if, yeah. if your team goes, it reaches above that, that rate um, that, that you have to shut it down. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know how long the Big Ten is going to last. The one thing I was happy about for, for, for show purposes is the fact that I think, I think either way, regardless of how it all plays out, we're actually, we're, we're going to get rivalry, 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 round two. 
<laughs> this season. Yes. Because um, I, there, I, in, 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 in week two of, of the Big Ten season, um, we get Ohio State Penn State in Beaver Stadium on Halloween. Yes. Um, I was very happy to see that game early in the schedule so that we at least get one rivalry between us um, yeah. before possibly I, this thing has to shut down. Like I, that's, I, I hope it doesn't, I, I, I say that all the time. Like I hope it doesn't, I hope it works, Yes. but it's a lot of hope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one, one additional thing that we should do because, and I, and I, I, I spoke to this a little bit uh, on our, our, the, the first weekend, the first show of the, of the season. Um, had there been Big Ten football at that point, my final four would have been different. Um, and, and it is not going to be a surprise to anybody where I'm, where I'm going with this. Um, but I thought we should take an opportunity. I mean, Notre Dame is an example, right? Um, the Big Ten, I think, probably has three legitimate uh, uh, national championship contenders, and that would be Ohio State, Penn State, and, and Wisconsin. Um, you know, when you throw those teams in the mix, does Notre Dame still measure up? Well, actually, maybe they do because they, they, they look really good on, on uh, last weekend, although now they've got enough cases that they can't play this weekend, and that's, you know, here we go. Um, right. Anyway, uh, we're, we're going we're, we're gonna to take a look um, and, uh, at the possibility of a, a do-over for our Final Fours. Um, I don't know if you have any changes you want to make, but I will, I will let you take first crack at this. Okay. Um, I have one change I want to make um, okay. based on this. And, and, and <laughs> I, I, I hedge my bet on a second change. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to, but it wouldn't stun me um, okay. if, if there is a change here. So um, I'm going to stick with two teams from the SEC. Okay. I, I, I just, I, I, I feel really strongly about both Alabama and Florida. I think they're both top five teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really think that the schedule lays out well for both of them. Um, and I think that's going to be your SEC title game, and it's not going to matter who wins it. They're both in. Okay. Um, the ACC is interesting now um, because I had automatically put Clemson in, right? That's the thing. Alabama right. Clemson automatically go in. Um, I'm going to keep Clemson in, but I'm going to be biting my nails the rest of the season okay. by keeping Clemson in because okay. I, have, I am impressed by what Notre Dame has done. Of course, now if they're going to start battling some – they're battling health issues then you know maybe that impacts things unfortunately um but i'm gonna hedge my bet and stick with clemson Mm -hmm. um one of these teams is not like the other i say that every year about a big 12 team and i had oklahoma in my final four because Mm -hmm. i figured that the committee would want to put another conference that was playing football into the national title mix Mm -hmm. um but by big 12 (laughs) <laughs> um, I've, I've wanted to do that for a while. I'm going to bash the big 12 quite a bit this week. Goodbye. Um, so, so goodbye. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. That's back now. Yay. Weakest link is back. Um, so I can use that again. Yes. Big 12, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. And, um, I'm going to put the winner of the, of the, um, of the big 10 in, which for now I'll go with Ohio state for now. I, I, that's fine. I, 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 and I, I, I understand hedging that a little bit. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that works for me. So that's my new Final Four, which is only changes one team. So Alabama, Florida, Clemson, and Ohio State. Um, I have the same Final Four. I am not going to do what I threatened to do in week one and, and put Ohio State uh, at the top of the list. I, I, you know, if, if we're playing roughly the same schedule and we'd have a little bit better comparison, then maybe. But so my, my, my uh, three and four, um, shifting down from two and three, respectively, are Alabama and Florida. 
uh, I, I have Clemson at number one, um, Ohio State at number two, uh, and and I'm I, again I'm 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 not completely sold on Clemson at this point. I, I because of of just the, the the comparisons that we can make so far with with Clemson and Notre Dame, but um, for right now, for right now. Um, I, I think that, that the stuff that has changed with the Big Ten coming into this, um, that eliminates some of, of what I saw about Notre Dame's advantage um, when we were starting the season. So for right now, Notre Dame's first team out, um, but we'll watch the ACC, and that, that actually could turn out to be more interesting than we thought. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, before we get to uh, the games that you and I are going to talk about, we should check in with AJ uh, I, th- I assume he's rested up from a group of five fests last weekend, um, but there are more games this weekend. AJ, what's coming? Hey, everyone. It's your buddy, AJ, talking to you about your group of five games of the week. Hopefully none of these get canceled like half of them did last week, but still. Uh, we're going to start with Georgia Southern at the University of Louisiana Lafayette at noon on ESPN2. Uh, ULL favored by 11 and a half here. Should be a fun challenge for you all. Uh, Georgia Southern, a strong option team. Um, you all should be fine. They gave, they've been giving up about 190 yards of rushing a game. Uh, there's only been two games, so we don't have a ton to go off of there. You uh, all should be fine, but Georgia Southern might give them a run for their money. 2.30 p.m. on Stadium, Tulane at Southern Miss. Tulane uh, favored by three and a half. This should be a pretty close game. Southern Miss uh, fired their coach after their first game of the season. Last week was uh, first game for Southern Miss coach Scotty Walden, who is 30 years old, which I now feel how crappy feels when he sees young coaches get hired. Um, he is an absolute blast to watch. That guy was all over the sidelines getting his entire team hyped up. Um, this could be very, very close. This is the first game at home for Southern Miss. Uh, since uh, Scotty Walden was hired. So hopefully uh, hopefully they get a win for, for Coach Walden. But Tulane is a very good team, so this should be pretty close. And finally, at 10.15 p.m. on ESPN, our first true after dark game of the year. It is September 24th, and it is a shame that we had to wait this long. Troy at BYU. BYU is favored by 14. Um, trust in the Troy Trojans. They'll probably cover. Hopefully they make this fun. There's only been one game for each team so far, so all of the stats are based on one game. Uh, Troy and BYU looked fantastic in both of their opening games, and then they didn't play any more games after that for various COVID reasons. Um, So there's not a lot to go on, but who cares? Let's get weird. It's after 10.15 on the East Coast. We've got After Dark and Provo. I mean, what more do you want to ask for? Oh, I know what more I want to ask for. Pac-12 is back on November 6th, and the Mountain West is back on October 24th, which means we're going to have more late-night football back. Uh, I'm very, very excited for both of those things. Uh, So stick around. This season is uh, all over the place, and we'll be here to try and not even make any sort of real sense of it. But, hey, that's what college football is all about. None of it ever makes any sense. Carla, crappy, back to you. Thank you, Mr. Kufdick. Um, We will get to our games. We are sticking with the traditional three uh, instead of 57 this time. Uh, no <laughs> bell. Patrick, you're good. No bell. 
Um, and uh, these are we have ranked on ranked teams this time. So th this is a this is a kind of a first for this weekend. Um, pardon me. Starting at noon on Saturday, number twenty three, Kentucky. At number eight, Auburn. Auburn's only favored by by seven and a half points. Um, and of course, we return to the most Southern quarterback name of all time since Peyton Manning. Bo Nix. Bo Nix. We talked about him a lot last year. Um, how's he going to look this year, Carla? It, well, that's a really interesting question. Um, mm. First of all, Kentucky is ranked. I hear mm. everybody scratching their heads right now, right? Um, no, we're not talking basketball. The, nope. the, the Kentucky, Kentucky football Wildcats are indeed ranked number 23 in the country right now. Um, uh -huh. Of course, they also haven't played a snap yet, so enjoy it while you got it. Um, but I, I say that in, uh, tongue in cheek because obviously <laughs> Kentucky's, you know, they're rabid basketball fans, but um, Kentucky's going to be pretty darn good this year, at least on paper when you look at them. Um, you know, they, they finished strong last year. They, they finished 2019 winning five of, their five of their last seven, including a nice bowl win. Right. Um, big question for Kentucky right now is, okay, so like Lynn Bowden like did everything last year mm -hmm. for Kentucky. He was the team's – I wrote this all down. He was the team's leading rusher. He was the team's top receiver, and he even played quarterback for part of the year. Um, so, like, the kid does everything, right? If it's all-purpose yes. player, it's him, and he's gone. So, but – and so that makes you, like, scratch your head as, like, okay, so what's Kentucky going to be like? Interesting. They're getting their quarterback back, actually. So, Terry mm -hmm. Wilson um, had been quarterback, got hurt in, like, week two last year with a, with a really bad knee injury. Um, so, he missed most of the season, is coming back, and he's got experience around yeah. him, including probably one of the best offensive lines in the SEC. Mm -hmm. Um so this is a team that likes to run the football. Kentucky runs the football well um, behind that big O-line. Um, that's, that's what you do. And you, you add Wilson, who could get a little bit of a passing attack. He's not he, – he's a lot like Ian Book, right? He's, he's sure. a little bit of a game manager. But that's all he has to be because mm -hmm. he's got that big O-line in front of him and they can run the football. So, so Wilson just has to loosen it up a little bit. And he's mobile too. Um, you know, so, so he just needs to loosen up that, that defense a little bit. And Kentucky's going to be – has the potential to be pretty darn good this year and and defense defensively i mean kentucky was in the top in the in the sec last year in defense and they've got a lot of guys coming back um this could be a really really good kentucky team and then you have auburn who has bo nix uh-huh and not much else right now uh-huh um, everyone else is gone. We, we joked about, we joked about during the, during the, uh, NFL draft, we were texting each other or, or on Twitter. I don't remember what we were doing, but talking about how the entire LSU team got drafted. Yes. Um, by the Browns. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, and don't make me, and don't make me root for Cincinnati. Um, no, no, because Joe, that. because Joe Burrow has actually looked pretty good in his first because two starts and I got to really root has. for that kid a little bit, but, yep. but it, it Bengals. Okay. Yeah. Um, got that on my system. Um, I don't know what Auburn's going to be. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows what Auburn's going to be other than Bo Nix. Um, mm -hmm. They're replacing 14 starters. Yes. Um, and, and their leading rusher from last year, Jatarvius Whitlow, who like tore up the SEC on the ground last year, entered the transfer portal before mm -hmm. the season started. Um, so Auburn has Bo Nix, probably a freshman, true freshman running back who, who might, might um, compete with uh with our good friend Gainwell at uh, Memphis for the best running back name. Um his name right. is his name is Tank Bigsby. Tank Bigsby. So we got Tank Bigsby, we got Sebo Flemister. Yes. At Notre Dame. I boy, there, there's um hmm. 
we're gonna we have, have some to good, do a show good, about this at some point this season. About the all-name team? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so Tank Bigsby, a true freshman, is Bigsby. probably going to get the start um, okay. for, for Auburn. Um, they've got four new starters on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah, the secondary is rebuilding. This is this is the season where you know where nothing matters, right? Like right. We, we said, there's enough. We, we, we don't know. You um, no, no. have no idea. I'm gonna make a pick right now that I'm going to regret before lunch on Saturday. Okay. okay. Kentucky wins this football game. Oh. Oh. I'm gonna take a strong defense and a strong offensive line against a whole bunch of unknowns at, at Auburn. Um, we know what we're getting with Kentucky, and it could mm-hmm. be pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. So. It's, you know, we have no idea what the heck. Like, I was wrong about everything last week. I've been wrong about everything since the beginning. Like, yes. let's just throw caution to the wind. Why not? Why not? What are we going to, what, what do you get to lose? Um, C-A-T-S. This is, this is, this is, uh, this cats, is great. Cats, cats. This is great, actually. Um, I, I will, I will stipulate um, Bo Nix is, uh, if he's got anybody around him. Um, he's good. He was a good. Yeah. Uh, quarterback as a true freshman really took care of the ball well um and looks the part man he's totally gonna, looks the part. he is going to get better and better every single year i would i would expect that i would expect to see uh that that kind of uh progress uh even you know it's right out of the gate this year but the questions i mean does he have anybody around him um auburn had a had, had a killer defensive line last year you know and, and i would look at uh if that was Still, the case I would look at them versus a, a Kentucky rushing attack and think, "Hmm, that's a that's a, a stalemate. That's um that's a, something to be interesting to watch." Um, and then you know, there's there's things about you know, is this is it the Auburn team that beat Alabama last year, uh, or is it the one that lost to Minnesota in the Outback Bowl? Um, we know what we're getting uh, with with. With Kentucky, we're, we're, we're getting a solid quarterback who doesn't have to throw. He has to throw enough just to, to keep defenses honest. Um, they, they, they should be able to run the ball on anybody uh, with mm-hmm. the experience and talent they have on the offensive line. And I swear to God, Carla, I have this in my notes as well. Kentucky wins on the road. <laughs> um how quickly are we both going? Like that's before lunch for me. Like that's an eleven a.m. kick for me. That's um, uh, yeah. Before I know, lunch, I know. I'm probably going to regret that. But like, on paper, on paper, on paper, I don't. I'm 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 stunned by this next one because uh, I I live in Pittsburgh and to be talking about the Pitt Panthers uh, even yeah. at this point in the season is is about the most twenty twenty thing ever. Um, <laughs> and they're so, not playing Penn State. No, they're not playing. Which is the only State. time we ever uh, talked about Pitt. Yeah, it's number twenty-four Louisville uh, visits number twenty-one Pitt in the Mustard Bowl. Pitt is favored by three. Um, I assume mostly because no one thinks the Panthers can go three and zero to start a season. <laughs> Carla, do you? God, I hate to say this. This is another one of those games that like twenty twenty caution to the wind, right? Because um, I was sold on Louisville last week. I was a hundred percent sold on Louisville, and then I watched them just flat out lay an egg against Miami. Um, not a whole lot of defense on, no, that, on that team. No, no, not not a whole <laughs> lot of defense, um, which is the exact opposite of Pitt, right? I mean, Pitt's got the number one defense in the country right now, or number one uh, rushing defense, number three overall in the nation right now, um, which feels appropriate playing at Hinesfield. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that fits the stadium aesthetic yes. well. Um, 
numbers wise, this is a strength on strength matchup, right? Mm -hmm. You've got the pit defense and I wrote down in my notes is Pitt's defense up to the task of this kind of offense, because you look at who Pitt has played the first couple of weeks and you go, okay, yeah, a little bit, a little bit lightweight. Yes. Um, so, so maybe those numbers are a little bit inflated. Um, they haven't seen an offense like Louisville's and Louisville's offense can be really, really good. Um, you know, Louisville offense has averaged over 500 yards per game in their first two games. And one of those games was loss, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, the pit defense is only allowed 150 a yard per game and only 26 yards per game rushing. Um, but that's not necessarily a problem against Louisville who likes to throw the football. Right. Um, so it's, it's a really intriguing matchup. Um, my concern here is that if Louisville somehow managed to, to, to extend the lead to like a two-score game, mm-hmm. I don't know if Pitt can keep up at that point because I don't know if the Pitt offense – the Pitt offense is, is okay. Um, overcame a lot of mistakes last week against um, – Syracuse. Syracuse. Um, you know, Narduzzi called the game sloppy after the game. Um, the offense for Pitt in general is just still kind of a mystery. Who's going to lead at running back? Like we still don't know, right? right. Um, right. And Kenny Pickett – He's been solid, not spectacular, but like mm-hmm. he's done what he needed to do. So like mm-hmm. this is a this is a decent pit offense, but can it keep up with a Louisville offense? And this is another one of those we have no idea kind of games. I really don't know. I tend to lean defense. Like mm-hmm. that's that's my thing. Like I think I think if you have a really really good defense, um, that then a mediocre offense can keep up. Yeah. And 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 win a game. Pit playing at home. My Penn State heart really hates saying this, but I think Pitt wins this game. I think it's going to be real close. I think okay. I think it's going to be super competitive and a really fun game to watch at, at Heinz. But um, I'm going to take a strong defense okay. every day. Like that's okay. just that's just where my 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 heart settles, and and I don't think Louisville can stop Pitt, um, even if their offense is not quite as spectacular or or, or big play ish. Sure. Um, then Louisville, I'm going to take, I'll take Pitt at home and say they go three and oh, and I can't believe I just said that 2020. <laughs> um, I mean, Pitt's offense is solid. Uh, th- this is a little hard to gauge because you don't, um, you know, against who? A- against Austin P and against Humes. Syracuse. Yeah. Um, uh, that, that makes the defense touch tough to gauge as well. Although um, Pitt's run defense um, a really strong, especially defensive line, uh, good front seven. Um, you know, this week, does that transfer that does that translate from, from a rush defense to pressure on a passer? Maybe. Um, I, I, I think you're correct. If, if, if something happens and, and Louisville is able to score early and get up early, then maybe there's a there's a challenge for the Panthers and Kenny Pickett to to kind of um, to get back in the game. Although they 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 managed to do that uh, against um, uh, UCF last year, and and uh, yeah, uh, that was a that was kind of their <laughs> sort of the marquee win for the season. Um, we, so we don't know exactly what Pitt's defense is going to be and how that's going to cope with with Louisville's uh, offense. Um, we do know from last week about Louisville's defense, uh, and it's just it's just not good. Um, so I, I, I think uh, that the Pitt's defense is going to be enough to to slow the Cardinals down. Uh, Pickett is able to to keep up, um, and then you know, hey Pittsburgh, you're about to have a three and O college football team in town, um, mm-hmm. which is 
an odd thing, but yeah, there you go. 2020. You go. It is 2020. It's also, it's also interesting. They're wearing, I, I forgot to mention this, that I saw a report that, that they're wearing um, special unis this weekend that are going to be black, silver, and gold. Yes, they are. Um, uh, at some point, Nike visited in the last couple of years when they were getting ready to return to the old kind of bright blue and uh, gold pit script, uh, all the all that old school stuff. Um, and, and the Nike designers were really intrigued by um, the Cathedral of Learning, uh, which is a, a huge tower classroom in the middle of campus. Um, it's gorgeous. And, and the, I, I, and I'm the, not a pet fan, is, and, it's, it and it's just, it's, it's spectacular if you've it, never seen it. It is, uh, it and, and they were they were especially uh, intrigued by the um, uh, by by like the, the the metal the steel frame of the building. Um, they they mm -hmm. got a you know behind the scenes tour and stuff. So the design, and I've seen you know you've seen how Nike does this. You don't really get a really good look at the uniform until they actually come on the field on Saturday. Um, but the pictures that that we ran today uh, in my my employer's. Um, publication is uh, it, it looks really cool um so that'll be that'll be kind of a cool thing and i'm sure available for pit fans to purchase here sometime soon i did want to mention one more thing um mm -hmm. this is a reference austin p's season and the show me the money tour is uh now complete um they, they are uh zero and three and if you look at the team's page on espn.com you'll see that at zero and three the governor's finished first in the Ohio Valley Conference, so <laughs> let's let's congratulate Austin P on their um, on their their uh, the, the OVC championship. Um, <laughs> if someone wants to grab me a T-shirt, you know, that I would I would wear it proudly. That'd be fine. I would be. I have connections there. I'll, I'll I'll make phone calls. Okay. If they do, Austin P, if you don't make those T-shirts, shame on oh, you. You got to. You got to. Um, I did. I just another side note about that. I I think um, I saw today that there's going to be like a full. Uh, FCS season in the spring, um, in, including with the championship. Um, uh, I, I, it's a shorter season, uh, but uh, they're making plans to do that. So we'll yeah. we'll have we will have college football in the spring. Um, yeah, I think I saw like a sixteen team title, a sixteen mm -hmm. team mm -hmm. bracket. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, more okay. brackets to fill out in the spring. More brackets. I love it. This is outstanding. At three thirty <laughs> on Saturday. Uh, in the uh, lovely uh, city of Cincinnati, Kentucky, number 22 Army at 14 Cincinnati. The Bearcats are favored by 14. Uh, this is why I've got my stuff on, um, because we're going to find out exactly what Army is. We didn't have that chance last week. Um, and unfortunately, well, I don't, don't want to jump the gun. Carla, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, we just said the same thing. And my notes say, let's see what you got, Army. Here we go. <laughs> um <laughs> Because we we talked about this like when we when we were waiting for the Army BYU game or after Army um after um BYU went and laid the egg at, at um or BYU went and 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 demolished and Navy destroyed Navy yeah um we were talking about this idea of of some of these teams that wouldn't have anybody else you know they don't have any other competition and what happens if BYU ends up like running the table um you could say we could say the same thing about Army when we talk mm -hmm. about them um this is kind of it for army other than if they get the byu game rescheduled which mm -hmm. i don't know if that's going to happen or not yeah. um and navy at the end of the year because just because that's always interesting um mm -hmm. but i think right now if you had to look at both of these teams you would still give army the edge there and mm -hmm. which again hurts my heart to say um but 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 navy needed a a, a late comeback against tulane so well, they're, they're they're practicing tackling now so that's that should that should help that the, should help yeah 
then and they were playing in a in a rainstorm and a partial that's, hurricane so that true. helped too um but this might be this is kind of army's like big game of the year right yeah, like they true. have nothing else to look forward to other than this game mm-hmm. um other than the army navy game at the end of the year um it's gonna be real interesting watching this army defense the first thing i wrote here in my notes is the army defense against the cincinnati running attack um i don't know if you did any re- if you look carefully at the way that cincinnati ran the ball last week i mean cincinnati's played one game right mm-hmm. um Jared Dokes had 10 carries um, and three rushing touchdowns. So, so that was, that was pretty good effort. But if you don't count the quarterback, eight other players had carries. We want to talk about a fleet of running backs. Hello, Cincinnati. Um, Now true. Some of them only had one carry and it was probably, it was at the end of the game and they were up big over Austin P and whatever. So, um, so that's true, but I mean, they still had probably four or five backs that were getting decent numbers of carries, and that doesn't even count your quarterback, Desmond Ritter, who technically led the team in rushing um, mm-hmm. in that game. So the Cincinnati run game is really, really interesting. It's going to be really interesting to see how the, how the Army defense handles that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Cincinnati has 16 returning starters. They've got mm-hmm. experience on their side of the ball. Um, Flipping that over the other way around, they look at look at Army against this team. Um, is Cincinnati ready to defend an option team? Right, I, that's that's the thing. It's the second game of the season. Always um, the question. That's always the question when we talk about these option teams. Um, last week, uh, the, the Cincinnati defense held held Austin P scoreless until late into the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once they got their second teamers in, that was when they gave up some of their points. So okay, so the defense did okay against Austin P, but now this is a completely different beast. Um, Army's only allowed seven points all season mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. against okay competition. Um, it's another I have no idea game because <laughs> we really we know nothing about Cincinnati. They played Austin P. Looking um, for a quarter or something, I can flip. I no, flip a coin, to, right? Yeah. Um, when I did my notes and I did my research, I circled Cincinnati. Okay. Um, I, I just I, I'm going to go with 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 16 returning starters. Mm-hmm. There's some experience mm-hmm. there. They're playing at home. They don't have to travel. Um, not that home field means anything this year, uh, but I don't know. I just I I feel like I'm going to give the edge to Cincinnati. But yeah, I could really flip a coin on this one um, because like I said, this is it for Navy or for mm-hmm. Army. This is this mm-hmm. is it. This is their game. Um, if they win this game, they can run the table. Yeah. Um, Boy, would that so, be fun. Yeah, and, and then we have one heck of a conversation, right? Yep. Um, yep. A little bit later, if we end up with a with a, a military academy that's gone undefeated, then what do you do? <laughs> um, so I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with what I circled in. I did my research, and that was Cincinnati. I'm gonna stick with it, but uh, I don't like the pick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. This is. Uh, uh... Uh, I think the Bearcats have a legit claim to you know whatever the the the, the best group of five team in the country at this moment. Um, I'll be granted very small sample size. Um, yeah. But, I, I, I think it would be them and Marshall. I think, I think those two yeah, teams kind of yeah. are, are kind of, because I mean, what they did to Appy state was pretty impressive. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, but, but yeah. you know, the, but then when you look at army, there's, there's stuff that's in play all the time, uh, which is the triple option. It, it, it's a pain in the ass to defend. Um, they hang on to the ball forever, and it's, it, I, this will be the, the fourth or fifth time I've said that this season. I've said this season, they want to possess the ball for a really long period, like for like for you know a, a, the, the entire drives. quarter. Yeah. Then score, 
and and then um, you know, so you, you can't you can't score if they're still running the ball at you. Um, so yep. that's that that plays in Army's favor regardless of who they're playing, unless it's another service academy that runs the same offense. Um, the the other thing that's in play this year is is what appears to be really good defense. Uh, now this is this is going to be a whole different situation. This is a whole different level of competition than they've seen so far. Um, but if if their defense plays as well uh, as, as it has, um, it really could slow down uh, Cincinnati's rushing attack. I, I don't know since he's uh, Cincinnati's leading receiver is going to miss this game with a knee injury. So does do the Bearcats? Uh, as we were talking about with Pitt, do the Bearcats can can, can they they score quickly? Um, you know, if if they if they uh, if they they have a limited number amount of time with the ball, um, can they can they take advantage of that with just a running game? I I, I don't know. I I, I think I, I have to lean Cincinnati. I think you'd be crazy not to. Um, but again, th- this is this is one of those weird things that, you know, because Army is what it is, it presents a unique challenge, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't be surprised. I I I won't be surprised, and I do think this is still this is still a game uh, that that you know Army is still in reach in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, I, it, I I think you have to pick Cincinnati, but. Um, I, I would not be surprised if this is a really, really tight game. So, and that's that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, um, take the under. Yeah. I don't, I don't care, I don't care what the line, <laughs> I, was. Up, I don't care yeah, what that was. It. But yeah, take the under. This could be one of your epic nine-six games. I mean, it really could. If that's if if it is a nine-six game, um, uh, 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 get a wins. get a late bid on uh, late bet in on Army because that's yeah. that's how that's going to go. Uh, boys and girls, you can hear the Carly Crappy Show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, whatever Google service is called these days, Stitcher, TuneIn, and a variety of other podcasting hosts. You can watch us on YouTube and on the show's Facebook page. If you like us, please subscribe, rate, and review. And if you don't, mind your own damn business. Um, and whatever you do, uh, it's 2020, guys. We're going to get things wrong. But, you know, we'll come back next week and we'll laugh about it. Uh, Carla, do you have any final thoughts? Um, welcome back, SEC. Um, it's it, it, we'll enjoy you as long as you last. Um, a couple of <laughs> that's kind of the way we talk about football for yeah. every conference this year. Yeah. Um, a couple of very quick games to mention. Um, Florida at Ole Miss. Welcome back, Lane Kiffin. Um, that's Florida is going to win that game. Um, because mm-hmm. obviously I've got Florida in my final four. I, I think Florida's going to be a real good football team this year. Um, but it'll be interesting to see the dynamic there. Um, Ole Miss and Alabama is in like two weeks. Is that, I, I think I that's think right. so. Yeah, I think it's in two weeks. And I think that's going to be we'll, a joyous reunion. Yes, it is. And, and I think we'll actually get that game <laughs> in, which is nice. Um, that's one of those games that like you hope actually makes it on the schedule. Yes. Um, I, yeah, so, so I think we'll get that game in. So, so, so that I'm looking forward to that one, but the game that I really kind of have my eye on mm. um, is Mississippi state at LSU. And I, I said, I was going to bash the big 12 in this. Um, this is the this is a game that could be what the Big Twelve could be if it decided it wanted to play defense. Because because you have an LSU team that runs the runs pro style, right? We right. talked about that last year. Like LSU is running pro style, and okay, it got them a national title. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, they graduated their entire team plus half of the lacrosse team, um, and got drafted. You know, so 
So uh, we, we know nothing about LSU this year because, I mean, no. they're completely starting over. Um, and welcome to the SEC, Mike Leach, who, who brings his air Wait. raid offense to the Bulldogs <laughs> and a quarterback that can actually throw the football. I didn't realize this, that he brought in um, grad transfer KJ Costello from our good old Stanford fighting trees. Um, really? Yes, KJ Costello from Stanford is a grad transfer and will be your starting quarterback at Miss, for Mississippi State on oh. Saturday. And suddenly this game is incredibly intriguing um, because you've got two high-powered offenses and, and, and Leach, who's trying to install this offense, brought in a Pac-12 quarterback mm-hmm. who understands how that works mm-hmm. and can throw the football around and put him under center. Correction put him in shotgun because yeah, ain't, no, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no air raid quarterback ever going to drop under center. That's never no, going to happen. No, that's not um, I don't, the, the, the over under on this game was like 59 and a half. Don't care. Take the over. Um, it's like, this is, this is what the big 12, this is what you could be. If you play mm-hmm. defense, you can have these high powered offenses and, and, and contend in the national conversation. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to get to see on Saturday afternoon. When we watch Mississippi okay. State LSU and okay. it's going to be a romp. So keep that one on your on your agenda. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Um, it is. It's a it's a, a month, a full month before we have Big Ten football. But I did want to uh, wrap up today by uh, saying hello to our our friends in the state of Nebraska, who who complained uh, long and hard about not. They just they just want to play football. Um, when the Big Ten uh, postponed its season, we just want to play football. We might even go off and play football with other people. We might. We just want to play. Um, if you look at Nebraska's schedule, uh, three of the three of the first four weeks, half of their season, is Ohio State, Wisconsin, and Penn State. So, our friends in Nebraska, you wanted to play football. You're gonna have to play some football, <laughs> and it's it's gonna come uh, right off the bat. Um, Carla. <laughs> Cheers to our friends in Nebraska in the Big 12. <laughs> oh, this season's such a hot mess. I love every minute. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I know. Uh, all, the, all the stuff and the doubts about the Big 10 season aside, um, just that one brief moment of fandom right there made me feel pretty good. So, um, guys, thank you for joining us. Um, check out all the fun this weekend and then come back. Uh, and uh, we, will, we will gloat about, about Kentucky's uh, amazing win in Auburn. Maybe. Or or Coastal Carolina because who knows? Then maybe they'll be three and zero by the end of the weekend, and, and then that could be two. That could be two. I'll add Coastal Carolina to my final four. <laughs> cheers, cheers, everybody. We'll see you next week.